and it all it did was just run up a mountain like the whole time. It was somehow uphill both ways. I don't understand like the logistics because it started and stopped at the same spot. Diz Runs Radio episode 1104 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, today's episode is released on Cyber Monday, which means, you know, there's all kinds of deals happening. And uh, Amino Co., who's been a sponsor of the show for, gosh, five, six months now, uh, they've got they've got a special Cyber Monday deal, good only for today. So hopefully you're listening to this on the day that it comes out. And uh, if you haven't stocked up on all your amino acid supplementation yet, you haven't re- refreshed your stock of pre-workout with the Perform Blend, maybe the uh, the post-race, post-workout recovery blend, the Heal Blend, uh, get yourself to the website today. Aminoco.com slash Dizruns is the link. That way they know it came from here. Their sponsor money going to good use. And uh, the code is the same. It's still Diz Runs, but for today only, for Monday, November the 28th, 2002, the code Diz Runs will save you 50% on your order instead of the standard 30%, which near as I can tell, 30%, not a bad discount, but 50% is better. I think that's how math works, right? 50% off better than 30% off. So get yourself some pre-workout, you know, with the, with the holidays coming up, everybody's running on running on caffeine and eggnog and maybe a little a little extra pick-me-up for before your runs or maybe midday, you need a little pick-me-up. Uh, the Perform Blend is what you want. Uh, it, it works. It's great. I'm a fan of the pink lemonade. Not for nothing, but I'm a fan of the pink lemonade. And uh, as I've said before, and I will say again, it's a hill I will die on. A little, a little shot of the vanilla heel in your cup of coffee after your long run or hard workout or whatever the case might be as a recovery boost. That's good stuff. That is good stuff right there. Feel free to branch out. You can try the chocolate. That's all right. If you really want to be adventurous, you want to try the sour apple in your coffee. I mean, I'm not saying I would do that because I don't think I would. But if you want to, ain't nobody stopping you. And you can, you can get yourself a vanilla and a sour apple, you know, kind of two for one, because that's how 50% off works, right? You can get yourself one of each today. Save yourself 50% with the code DizRuns. Once again, at checkout, DizRuns. And if you're listening to this after today, if it's not today when you're listening to this, not quite sure how that works, time continuum, time space continuum, whatever. But if it's no longer Cyber Monday, the same code still works. You just get that 30% off instead of the 50% off. So aminoco.com. Slash Dizruns is the link. No matter when you're listening to this, Dizruns is the code. No matter when you're listening to this, but if you happen to be listening to this on Cyber Monday, November the twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, the code is worth fifty percent while it's still Monday. So get yourself some amino acid supplementation. Thanks to Amino Co for continuing to sponsor the episode. Thanks y'all for continuing to support the sponsors who support the episode. Kind of makes the world go around right there, or something, something along those lines. Anyway. 
Thanks for uh, Amino Co for sponsoring the episode. And now, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey, y'all. My guest uh, today is someone that I've gotten to know a little bit over the last few months on some social media back and forth and things of that nature. And I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, digging into his story a bit more today and, and getting to know him even better than I, I feel like I already do. Um, to be honest, I'm not completely sure if today's guest is uh, a runner that dabbles in triathlon or a triathlete that dabbles in running. Uh, maybe maybe both. Uh, maybe neither. I don't know. One way or the other, we'll, we'll figure that out. He's definitely uh, somebody that's, that's a fan of living an active lifestyle. And uh, he's seen how being proactive towards his health has made a major change in his health as well over the, the last handful of years. So no shortage of things to talk about. Let's get the party started and officially welcome Mr. Craig Richards to the show. So thanks for joining us today, Craig. Really appreciate it. Oh, man. Thanks for having me. It's a huge honor to be on here with you and uh, get to talk, talk to you and not just listen to you. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you get to talk back instead of just talking back to your to your headphones or your device or whatever, and and uh, me not paying attention to you. We're 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 having a conversation today, and and y'all, if you enjoy today's conversation, want to follow along with Craig and and what he's got going uh, in the in the future, both short term and and some some longer term things he's working on. Which of course we'll get into those things today. Uh, on Instagram, the handle there is at runs rides reps. Make sure you get the S on the end of those, but run runs rides reps on Instagram. And, uh, of course, disruns.com slash 1104 will get you back. Well, of course, we'll have it linked up in the show notes, and you can get there, disruns.com slash 1104, 1104 on the show notes for today. Uh, we'll have, you know, like I said, the, the Craig's social media handle, things we talk about, links to, to various things, um, the whole nine as per usual. So, Craig, you, uh, you, you flattered me before we got started telling me how much you, 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 know, you enjoy the show, and I appreciate that, which, which that tells me that you have heard the show a few times and that you, you know uh, what, what you're getting yourself into, at least with the first question. After that, nobody knows. I don't even know what we're going to get into after that necessarily, but at least I know where we're going to start. And uh, I'm assuming you, you may have an idea in mind for your answer, but uh, let's, let's tee it high, let it fly, and, and get it started by asking, what is your favorite distance to race and why? Well, I mean, I guess just because I am who I am, the super ultra marathons, uh, you know, more than a hundred miles. And that's, that's not, accurate <laughs> at all. Uh, I, I, I'm very much so a novice runner. So the, the, the furthest distance I've gone so far has been a uh, half. And so far that's my favorite. Um, just because it, it was, I had to work really hard for it and it kind of was like the biggest accomplishment. Like I finished it and I really felt like I just, you know, ran a 17 day multi multi-day race you know so i was you know so the half marathon is is great i'm i want to do a full next year so that'll probably change you know keep keep moving the bar gotcha gotcha it's i i appreciate the way you you said that or at least the way i heard that you know that that you know being being new and like the the half you know being the farthest that you've gone and and the achievement that you felt and I think that sometimes, and I'm, I'm absolutely guilty of this. And I think some of us that have been running for a while and have done all kinds of various distances, um, can almost take the half for granted and be like, 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 I mean, I've said before, I, I, you've probably heard me say, like, I, I try to stay in half marathon shape, you know? So like, like if I can kind of always feel like I could jump into a half or any given Saturday, I can go out and run 13 miles, 14 miles as part of my long run. Um, and, and I, I say that to say this, that, that sometimes maybe I feel like, like for myself, I lose sight of, although I, I remembered it in January when I actually raced a half for the first time in a while, that like, it's still a good accomplishment. It's still a hell of a, hell of a distance, something that you really have to work for. And uh, I guess, I guess all I'm trying to get to is that, you know, maybe sometimes I overlook the half because I've been running long enough and I've run a couple dozen of them. And like, it's still a good distance. Like I said, I'm not trying to d demean it, but it's just like, oh yeah, half. 
but yeah, like when you're first getting into this sport, I remember like, like running 13 miles, that was a long freaking way. So congratulations for uh, the, the first half marathon. How long ago was that race? Well, I just, I just had one, uh, my second one I ran uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. Uh, that was in, that was in October. And then uh, the first one I, the first one I ran was back in uh, April or May, uh, the Gettysburg half, gotcha. uh, which that was a, uh, that was an experience. I wasn't ready. I mean, I was ready for the race, but I didn't do enough research on the run and I wanted to do the Philadelphia half, but my wife talked me out of it. Cause she's like, Oh, you got to do something really fun. Like she wanted me to do like a rock and roll kind of thing. Right. And uh, so I didn't sign up for the Philly. And then I was looking around I was like, and I'm a big history guy. Like, you know, so I'm like, Oh, Gettysburg has one. And I thought it was going to run through the, through the battlefield. I'm like, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. It did not run through the battlefield at all. Like it didn't get near there. <laughs> and it all it did was just run up a mountain like the whole time. It was somehow uphill both ways. I don't understand like the logistics to <laughs> start and stop in the same spot, but so many hills but uh it was it was a great experience i mean i i I loved it i mean i mean i'm completely bit by the Mm -hmm. running bug at this point so well you're you're in good company there's there's a lot of us that have been uh found ourselves bit by the running bug and and sometimes even kind of myself wonder how exactly it happened and yet and yet here we are um but into that how how exactly did it happen for you so so i mean you know, first first half marathon was was you know whatever the the exact time frame is five six seven months ago. So it hasn't been that long ago. Um, had you been running much before that? I know I know I kind of teased that there's been some some major changes to the lifestyle. Where where did where did running kind of fit into the equation? <laughs> um, so really, I've been running now for about year and a half, like okay. consistently being a runner. And and you know my my kind of life has gotten me, you know, the up and down weight health situation um and uh so about two years ago i really started getting pretty serious about you know getting myself healthy uh, again and um i started off by you know walking I, at that point i was over 300 pounds wow. and uh so i started with walking and 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 lifting weights a lot of resistance training and i couldn't run at that point i mean like for me to run down my block one made me feel like I was going to die of like a heart attack right then. And also my knees just, it felt like my, you know, they were going to break. So I was walking every day for 45 minutes to an hour every day I was walking. And then I started doing some run walks. Um, and, uh, eventually I got to the point where I could start running, you know, 25, 30 minutes at a time without, without stopping. And that was, that was, that was good for me. And I had like run in the past. I did some triathlons in the past and like one of my like, you know, low weight peaks, you know? And, uh, so at this point, but even when I was doing that, I was only doing like the couch to couch, couch to, uh, 5k, you know, situations. So it was always running with a break. I could never run consistently without stopping. And all of a sudden I found myself running 45 minutes, an hour without needing the walk break. And it was just like, this is the most amazing thing ever. You know, and all I want to do is run because like I had a new toy that I could like do something with. I just didn't want to stop. So, um, did a couple other triathlons since, uh, but now I really kind of stopped with the triathlons because they're man, they're expensive. <laughs> you need a lot of equipment, you know, multiple bikes and stuff. I'm like, this is getting outrageous. I'm a teacher. I don't I got that kind of money, you know. And uh, so I just really focus on on the on the running thing now and trying to find balance between lifting and running because I do like lifting a lot, but. Mm-hmm. I was putting all my time into running, so I want to try to find that balance. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of my running story. And so since I started really running and lifting, I mean, I lost, you know, about 100 pounds. Um, I'm right at the 100-pound mark now at, um, you know, 
start of the new school year and, you know, Halloween there, I'm up a couple LBs, but, you know, still right at that mark, so. Yeah, well, we're not gonna we're not gonna split hairs between ninety seven or ninety four or one hundred and two or whatever. Like that's that's a major 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 change. And, and congratulations for for putting in the work. You know, it's it's it, it's it almost sounds. And I know you're not necessarily glossing over, but it almost sounds like yeah, you know, I just started walking and pretty soon. Like it almost sounds like it was pretty smooth sailing as far as once you started to get moving. And I and I know it was a, it had to have been a process. You don't you don't drop close to a hundred pounds and really change your life that 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 dramatically in, you know, a couple, couple week period, but kind of curious, you know, what was, there an impetus? Was there, was there a major driver that was like, like you said, you kind of had some ups and downs. You did some triathlons, you did a few things here and there. Um, but, but was there something that like really made you go like, I'm like, there, it, we're not going back. We're not going to keep yo-yoing. Um, we're not going to keep losing five and gaining 10 and losing. Like we're, we're making a major change. Was there, was there a major impetus for you? Uh, well, there, there were some things that changed this time because I, you know, I've lost, you know, 50 pounds before and then gained it back. And then, you know, um, so when I was like 30 years old, I'm 42 now, so I'm, you know, I'm getting, getting to the, to, to the prime of life here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was 30, I started doing some triathlons, uh, and, and I, I had lost some weight. Um, and then my, my daughter was born, um, and, uh, it, it was just timing. Like that's, that's the kind of thing that, that happens with this, with people who are trying to lose weight. Um, you know, it's hard to find that rhythm. It's time to, hard to find that, you know, kind of your path. And then when something comes up, you know, you might be doing really well for a while, but you have one, you know, hiccup, one bump, and it's real easy to fall back into those old, old patterns. So, uh, you know, my daughter was born, um, she was born premature. She, she was in uh, the NICU um, at, at, for, for, 20 days, uh, 21 days, which seems like, Oh, that's not 21 days. But I mean, that just changed everything. Like, you know, I was living in the hospital for three weeks, living in the hospital, picking up food all the time. And then that kind of reset bad habits. Um, so after that, I gained a bunch of weight, um, then, you know, lost a little bit and then, uh, COVID happened, gained more weight back. And there was just a time where like, I bought like a, a three X shirt and I had to get a three X big, and I'm like, this is, doesn't seem good, you know, at all. Uh, so I, I was like, you know, I got, I got to start doing something and, and I got to stop being, I'd go to the gym and I'd want to work out in the gym the way I did before. And I just wasn't able to, so I'd get discouraged and I'd stop going. So I was like, you know, I, I just have to take it for where I am right now and change kind of had a mindset shift um, and just started making the changes and, and focusing on doing the things daily that I had to do. So walking for 45 minutes every day, tracking all my food, drinking a gallon of water and getting my weight training in. If, if I did those things every day, I was winning that goal. Um, and then that led to, okay, so I'm, I lost weight this week and I lost weight this week. And now this, and, and every month I'd get a, a, a body scan done a body, um, on a, this in body scale that tells you your body weight, your, your body fat percentage, all the things. Yeah. Yeah, There, and that was invaluable for me because I could see that even weight weeks where I, or months I didn't lose that much. I gained muscle or my body fat went down. Um, so it was kind of constantly having something to work for. Um, and just being, you know, very diligent. And I, the, the big thing for me was the, the, I I really credit the walking a lot to it, which is funny because my wife told me that for a long time, but I would always just like, you know, uh, I just shit on it. Like, yo, that's stupid. I'm not old. You know, that's, that's old people stuff. Like I can, I can go run, you know, I'm gonna go run intervals, you know? And, uh, so 
walking was huge for me. And then um, I prepped my food every weekend. Like I would just make a bunch of food, you know, that I was going to have. And it was, you know, good. It wasn't like just like boiled chicken breast and broccoli. Like I would make stuff that I could eat for the whole week so that I would never have to make a bad choice. And it just, everything just became such an ingrained habit um, that it just kind of stuck and, and it became just normal what I did, you know? So uh, that was like the, that was a big change for me. It was like just the mindset of like, it doesn't have to happen right now. Right. And and that's, I think a big thing for a lot of people um, that, you know, they don't realize that this, this weight took, you know, a year and a half to put on two years to put on like but i wanted to go in three months like it just doesn't work that way and it's, it's actually the opposite like you can put that much weight on in three months but you're not taking that same amount of weight off in three months um so yeah that's that's a great a great point and something that that i sometimes have to to remind folks of when dealing with with injuries or, or maybe this is the opportunity to remind folks of dealing with injuries like you know, if you have an, a, a nagging case of plantar fasciitis or IT band or, or whatever, you know, some of these these overuse type of injuries, a lot of times they've been bubbling under the surface. You've been kind of maybe ignoring it. You've been like, oh, I, you know, yeah, let me stretch a little bit. Let me get on the foam roller a little bit. And that kind of takes care of it for a day or two. But but a lot of times these things have been been working themselves up to a point where you can't ignore them anymore for for months and then it's like, I've been foam rolling for three days. Like, how come it's still bothering me? And it's like, yeah, well, it takes a little while to, to unwind the, the spool after it's been winding as long as it, as it has. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's the same. And it, quite frankly, I mean, it's the same with anything. It's the same with, with weight loss. It's the same with building your fitness. It's, the, you know, like, like we all want to be, 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 you know, perfectly race ready in two weeks. And, and I mean, that's just not how it works. I wish it was. I mean, if I had a, if I had a magic pill, I could, I could, I could do something with some folks and be like, yeah, we're ready to go tomorrow. Let's go. Um, but yeah, patience is such a, a key piece of the puzzle. Anytime you're talking about hopefully positive changes for your body, like it just, it just takes a while and you try to try to find a shortcut. Uh, typically that, that sets you back in the long run farther than, than just doing the work day, day by day. Oh, for sure. For sure. I've done you know, I've done all the, all the gimmicks, you know, I, I've done, you know, the Atkins diet. I've done, you know, the, I, I've tried to do, you know, intermittent fasting. I've tried to do all those things. And, and it's just like the, for a lot of people, those things are tend to not be maintainable because there's so much extra, you know, work. It's just not, it's not a realistic thing for people to follow forever. They get tired of it. You know, the super calorie restrictive diets, you know, you're just not eating anything and I'm going to eat all. And then, then you just binge and, you're back on, then you feel bad and you just keep going with it. So, yep. Uh, yep. So, so you, you, the weight starts coming off, you're, you're, you're walking, um, and, and mixing in some runs. All of a sudden you're running, you know, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour without stopping something that, um, at least as I heard it almost never really ha- maybe happened a few times, but wasn't a consistent thing that you were ever had kind of started stringing together. When, when do you set your sights on? Hey, let's 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 get into a, a race. Was was that something that was was a driver early, or was that like where did where did let's do a, I don't know we climb the climb the ladder maybe a little bit five k's ten k's half marathons? But where did where did the race bug start to to creep into the picture? So I mean I guess you know I did some five k's before again you know like I've I've had points where I was active and healthy and then points where I wasn't. Um, so I did some five k's before and I, I enjoyed them. The, you know running the triathlons that I did loved them. I mean, being around the people just made a lot of fun. Um, I'm a very goal oriented guy. Like I like something to be working towards. Like I, I kind of need that. It's, you know, part of my whole ADHD situation. Like I always have to be focusing on something so that, you know, my mind has something to work on, um, in the background. And, uh, so I did some five K's in, in the past. I did a five K last winter. 
and it was my first 5k in a decade wow. and it was like my best time i've ever run um i'm not gonna tell you the time because it wasn't that great of a time but it's it was my all best time. relative my friend matters, if your best right? time was your best time it doesn't matter what the what the clock said and i kept i kept looking down at my watch and i'm like man i'm, I'm running uh, a, a 930 pace 930 pace and i wasn't expecting to run that fast of a pace and uh so i was like i finished and and I, I felt amazing so then i you know did a couple more and did a 10k and i was like i'm gonna sign up for something like a a real race you know quote unquote real race and, and it's it's this weird mentality that running has you know like there's this there's elitism to running that it's it, it has to be farther longer faster and you know even though I'm aware of that, I'm still doing it right now talking to you. I'm like, oh, my pace isn't fast enough. My time wasn't fast enough, you know? And uh, I, I think that's one of the things in running that's it, – it's the, it's the negative side to running. Like running offers so many great things, such a great community, such a – you know, it's great for your health and fitness and all those things. But there is a negative side. But um, so, you know, to me, I was just like it was the next step. And, you know, now I'm signing up for uh, a marathon in the fall. Um, you know, and I have bigger sets, you know, my, my bigger sites set on other things and – um, you know, some of that's good to push yourself. And then some of it, I think is when you try to put yourself up against other people, then you, you know, you kind of makes you feel not great, you know? Right. Well, and, and I think, and, and correct me where I'm, I'm wrong. And because again, you know, kind of like I said earlier, like I've been, I've been in this running community long enough that sometimes I, I lose sight of, or, or forget what it's like to be a little bit newer and experiencing a half marathon for the first time or whatever the case might be. And like, I, I feel like the running community pretty, pretty good, pretty welcome, pretty, pretty opening. Um, you know, and, and, and like, Hey, come on in. Like, it doesn't matter, you know, looks, shapes, size, colors, all those things. Like, like we, at least we say that like, yeah, come on, come on down. Um, but I know, and I've, I've tried to be mindful of this, but I'm sure it, it, it I missed the mark once in a while of using words like only or just, you know, like, Oh, I only ran 10 miles this weekend, or I only, I'm, I'm only running the half marathon. Um, when there's a half and a marathon option and like, I don't mean that as a negative, you know, and if I'm talking to somebody that has been running just as long as I have, and they've done, you know, whatever marathons, 50 miles, like whatever the case might be. Like, I, I hope that they understand that I'm not saying like, Oh, like the, only the half marathon, like it's sometimes somehow less than, and I'm just like, no, I'm just not doing the full marathon this time. Like I'm, I'm only doing the half, but I can, I can totally see. And why I try to, to avoid saying that. Um, and to your point about sometimes there can be this little bit of a vibe of elitism or, or, you know, if you're not going as far as, as somebody else, like somehow there's a, a hierarchy there that, that there's plenty of folks that a half marathon is like the pinnacle, like, oh my, like, and maybe this was you a year ago. Like, I don't know how I could ever do a half marathon. Um, and, and, you know, if you aspire to go beyond that, great. And if, and if a half marathon is as far as you ever run, you do one and then you're like, I'm just going to stick with the five K's and the 10 K's. And there I said, just, and I don't even mean just, but like, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's, 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 it's that slippery slope. I think sometimes that, that we may not mean it the way it can come across, but if you're, if you're going, God, I don't know if I could do a 10 K. And then this clown is saying, well, I'm just going to do five and 10 K's like screw that guy. Like, and, 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 and I, I don't know what the question is other than, is that something that, that maybe again, you you being a little bit newer to the sport and and having some ambitions of going longer, but like you haven't done those yet. And again, not that you ever have to. Not that there's anything that not that I'm trying to create a hierarchy. But do you see that a little bit more sometimes in the sport that maybe some of us us more veteran runners that that we we say things that we don't mean, but that can kind of come across wrong. If that whole line of reasoning makes sense. 
But I mean, yes and no. The, 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 I think the the thing is that there's not a lot of runners out there who are, I think, intentionally, you know, talking down to people like, oh, my pace was so much faster right. than yours. Like, I don't, I don't see that. Um, you know, even as as kind of immersed as I put myself into running, like everything I do now is like watching running, listening to running, like you know, the, reading about running. What I've like a whole bunch of running movies I've watched now, like books, <laughs> like constantly reading books. Um, which by the way, the book club thing, I love, awesome. love that book club. Like that's, and, and I wish we do more book clubs. Like I wish we'd like meet more often, but you know, I know you have like a job and like a life, but you know, we should do more book club anyway. I digress. <laughs> um, so I, I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, the individual, like, I mean, some of that's on me. I just need to, when I see somebody talking about their pace, I need to not let that make me feel bad. Like that's, that's a very intrinsic thing. Like we're choosing that. But at the same time, I think a lot of the things that happen in running, you know, in the running community are based on those things. And it does kind of bracket people. And, you know, even and this might sound ridiculous, but even the fact that like every race has top three, top five, like, right. you know, you look at some of like the obstacle course races, they don't have that. It's just finish the race, you know, it's just finish and, and do it as a team. And I, I think if maybe some races had that, it would be a little bit better, you know, a little different. Um, and, and things weren't so results based in everything, uh, that might help other people feel more included. But I, I think that for the most part, the, the racing community tries to be very, very inclusive. Um, you know, I've been in some running groups and, uh, you know, they're always go, oh, we have all the, all the paces that you want to run and we're fine. And, you know, I find myself there now, like kind of in the middle of the pack, you know, like I, I've, sometimes I'm faster than some people, sometimes I'm, you know, the slowest one there and. Um, you know, it, it's just be, I think for more, you know, senior runners that have been doing it for longer veteran runners, <clears throat> I, I think they should just be careful to be aware of like, Oh, you know, this person is not going to run our pace. This is, this is, and, and saying like just a 5k, Oh, I just did a 5k or I only ran a nine minute mile for a, a marathon. It's like, well, shut up. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, don't, don't say that. That's that's ridiculous. Nine minute mile for a whole thing. And that's, and that's that nine minute mile for a whole marathon is, is like a good pace, but not great. Mm-hmm. But somebody who's like hoping to finish and like they're gonna run a 13 minute mile for the whole thing is just like, Oh man, like you're putting me down without trying, you know? And, and so there's a little bit of give and take there. Well, and, and, and yeah. And to that point, I think, I think the give and take is important because if your goal was to run whatever, you just said nine minute pace. If your goal was to run an eight fifteen pace, and something happened and it was a bad day for you and you ran a nine minute pace. Yes, you still finished, but it's okay to still be disappointed. It's okay yeah, yeah. that you didn't run the race that you were wanting to, but, but you know, we, we all just, and this is one of those, I think sometimes too, where, where it's, it goes both ways. Like you need to be careful of like not putting other people down inadvertently, but also when, if, if somebody hears like going, God, dang it. Like I, you know, four hours, I wanted to be, I wanted to be three, three thirty-five. I thought I was in shape for three thirty-five, and, and like, it's okay for me to be frustrated, but don't then be like, well, I wish I could run a four hour. Like, I know, I know you do. And I, I, I am, am cheering for you, but like, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's not black and white sometimes like find the gray area. We can both recognize that like my four hour marathon was not what I wanted but you would love to have run it and we can both be okay with that. And, and, yeah. I mean, I think if, it, it all comes down to intent right. all the time, you know, right. and, 
the person, whether it's whether it's you being disappointed in your fast pace that wasn't your your fast pace, mm-hmm. and me being like, man, I wish that were my fast pace. Like, if you're just saying, oh, I'm disappointed, well, then if I'm getting offended by that, then that's on me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm like, oh, well, you think you're so good. Like, no, you're not saying that. You're saying that you were disappointed by your race, which you're you know allowed to be. And at the same time, like, to if if you're on there, like, oh man, this is such a terrible pace that I ran. Right. And I didn't run that pace. It's like, well, well you're kind of coming off like a, you know, like right. a jerk right now. So right. I think just some awareness. I think that's one thing we need in society is just more awareness of what we're saying and how we're saying it. And um, not that we have to bite our tongue everything we want to say, but just being aware. Like, oh, is this, is that how I intend it? You know, and if that's how you intend it, then that's how you intend it. But yeah, if it's not, then, sure. then be careful, you know. For sure. So um, get into it. You're, you're starting to enjoy these races. You're, you're, you're looking at, all right, well, let's, let's do the half marathon. You kind of talked about Gettysburg a little bit uphill both ways somehow legitimately, which, which I, I, I can't quite wrap my head around it, but I've run the races that are uphill both ways. So I get it. Like it's, it, I, I understand how that can somehow still be a thing. Um, fast forward a couple months or, or rewind from now a month, you run your set, you run your second half marathon. You said earlier, quite a, quite a different scenario between race one and race two. Um, what, what was, you know, what was the difference? Hopefully, hopefully a maybe better, more, more prepared, better understanding what you're getting yourself into. But what was, what was half marathon number two like for you? Uh, well, half marathon, half marathon number two was actually, it was an easier course, but I finished the same time, Mm. right about the same time. And, and part of that was because my training wasn't as great as it was before. You know, I was going through, you know, job train, a job change. And, um, you know, I, I, inadvertently I learned some things about running, um, through, you know, trial and error. And, uh, you know, I told you before I was walking all the time mm-hmm. and this time I wasn't really walking all the time. Like I was just running and, and lifting and, and then, then the lifting kind of fell off. And, uh, so, you know, cause I was focusing everything on this, on these triathlons that I was doing. So I didn't have time mm-hmm. for the lifting and I didn't have time for the walking part. And, you know, so I, I, I think, and I'm not sure, right? I'm not a running coach or, you know, I'm, I, I was certified. I'm a certified personal trainer. So I know the lifting side, nutrition side of things, but the running part is different. But I, I feel like through the things I've read and listened to, you know, they, they talk about like the 80, 20 principle of running, you know, well, my slow runs, my low runs are still not technically slow, you know, compared to like where my heart rate is. My heart rate's always higher than it should be um, for the slow, but my walking was. Right. So I'm like, well, man, my uh, walking every day, that's a big amount of low intensity cardio that I'm doing. And I really got rid of that. So now my runs that I'm doing are not really in that low thing. They're definitely more towards the, you know, intermediate, like, oh, I feel like every run I was doing was intermediate mm-hmm. N- now looking back on it. Right. Um, and I wasn't lifting as much. So, you know, I don't have as much muscle as I did. You know, my, my, my body scan showed that I might, my, my my body fat went up a little bit. My, my muscle mass came down a little bit. So, um, you know, in the end, the run was, it felt very similar, um, but it should have been easier because of the course. And, you know, um, it just wasn't. And, and I, I mean, again, I was still, I still felt successful, still happy about it. Right. But, and, and really, I think that I learned some things and I know what I need to get back to in order to, to move forward. Um, you know, I definitely want to work with a, a coach. You know, I don't know if you know anybody. Um, if you could recommend I a name like for a guy, I'll, a see, guy if I can, I'll see if I can get you some information. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause I think it's going to help me a lot. Cause it's just the side of things that I don't really know all the time. And then I'm, I'm picking these things up, but 
so yeah, it was, it was, it was a great experience. I loved it. It was close to my house and that was like literally like three minutes from my house. Mm -hmm. So being able to sleep in my own bed and get up in the morning and go there was, was kind of was, was a beautiful thing. Um, but yeah, so it was, it was, it was different, but it, I think it was a more learning experience for me. I learned more from the second one than I did the first. Yeah. Well, and, and, and again, I think that that's, at least in my experience, something that, that I'm, I mean, I'm still learning stuff, you know, go, go to a race and I've, I've, however many, I don't even talk, talk about runner elitist. Like, I don't even remember how many races I've run. Like, I don't even know. Like, like there's been, there's been, there's been a bunch. Um, but like, you know, I still go to a race and it's like, oh yeah, I could, I could do this a little bit better. Or, and especially like you, you said, kind of in hindsight, you're looking back going, well, God, I've been doing a lot of kind of intermediate, like nothing real easy, not maybe as much real hard, but a lot kind of in the middle uh, maybe, maybe there's something, something there. Um, so yeah, you know, you, you keep learning, um, and that's, and that's how we grow. So that's, that's an important piece of the puzzle. Um, curious for, for your, from your perspective, Craig, uh, you mentioned strength training a few times, something that you've, you've always kind of migrated to always been part of your routine, maybe fell off a little bit in this last training cycle. Um, but, but as somebody who's still kind of newer to the running game, um, still, still in that, that ascendancy of climbing distances, maybe improving paces, maybe not even improving, but working on getting faster pace, whatever, the, whatever your goals happen to be. How have you seen the, the, the benefits? Cause I'm feeling like, like, I mean, I've, I'm on the record multiple times. Strength training is important for us as runners. It, it, it pays off, but curious for you, um, you know, how have you seen, or have you seen kind of the impact of strength training or maybe with the, with the benefit of hindsight, the lack of strength training from the last training cycle and how that maybe negatively impacted your running. Oh, for sure. I mean, so I've always been a strength based, based athlete. Like, you know, I played football when I was a kid. I, I wrestled. I never did endurance stuff. Like running was always like the, my least favorite thing. It was always punishment, right? Like I, I've the been world. there. <laughs> yeah. And um, so what, what I noticed and I talked about, you know, like I ran my best 5k time, like my pace I was able to run a faster pace easier mm -hmm. when I had more muscle. Mm -hmm. um, so I definitely feel like the fact that I have less muscle in my legs specifically, because that was always my favorite thing to lift, you know, you're and that, that was guy? the first. You're the, you're the guy who loves leg day? Well, I'm that guy. Wow. I'm that guy. <laughs> but I, I stopped lifting legs because I was like, well, I don't want to mess up my running. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm, if I'm lifting legs on a Friday, my legs are sore for three days. I'm not going to be able to do my long run on the weekend. So I'd, I'd always cut, you know, I'd still lift upper body. You know, I do chest or I do back, whatever, but I would cut out legs a lot. And, and I realize now like, man, that's, that's really, that's really come back to hurt me because I, I my, my, I can't run as fast as easy. Mm -hmm. You know, if I hit that pace that I was running before now, I feel like I'm really, really working where before I didn't. Um, so yeah, the, 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 the strength training thing is, uh, is I think huge. Um, and I think it's, it's greatly overlooked. Uh, and, and it's, even when I hear people in the running community, you know, coaches and stuff talk about strength training. I mean, a lot of times they're saying lift twice a week. And I'm like, man, that seems like that's not enough. You know, that seems like, you know, cause if, if somebody came to me and, and wanted advice on like getting themselves in shape and, and changing body composition, you know, it, I would not recommend twice a week lifting, you know, because it takes more than that to really make, make changes. And um, so yeah, I think definitely trying to find a way to get to the, you know, lifting three, four times a week is, is, is kind of my goal at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in defense of the coaches that are talking about twice a week. Cause I've probably done that a few times as well. I think at least for me, there's, there's maybe in the back of my head, like I'd love to see three or four or five times a week, but I also know that like it's pulling teeth to get two. 
So yeah. like like let's start with two, and then maybe maybe we can squeeze in an extra one at some point. But but you're right. Like like I mean think and and you know think about it from a running perspective. You're trying to build running fitness, and you're quote unquote only running once or twice a week. You'll develop a little bit, but it's going to be a slower slower process. It's going to take you longer to 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 maybe see the progress that you might be looking looking for. Um, versus if you're able to run three, four, five times a week. And it's, I mean, it's the same thing with the strength training. And as, as runners, maybe we don't have hope. We probably don't have goals of like packing on loads and loads of muscle mass and things like that. Cause, cause you, you know, I mean, it's, it's a whole different philosophy as you know, as a personal trainer, but like to, to build the strength that is helpful for us as runners, you know, if you, if you're only, only there, I get, there's the word only again, but if you're only getting once or twice a week, is it, is it helpful? Sure. I mean, I'm not going to say it's not helpful, but is it maximally beneficial? Like probably not. And, and that's where like, you know, to your point, finding that balance of how can I still get three or four quality lifting sessions in, but also get three or four or five quality running sessions in and scheduling them so that you can do your legs on Tuesday. So that come Saturday, you can still get your long run in without it being a problem. And, and you know, we learn those things through trial and error. You just gotta quit our jobs and just be runners. Well, you know, that, that would be nice too. Yeah. Then we can sleep is, 10 hours a night and you know, all the things. And get her, get her, you know, physio in. That's the ticket. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, you mentioned that you got this marathon that you're thinking about doing or or, or planning to to work towards for for next fall. Um, but you also mentioned you got a little a little something on the uh, the agenda for for short term, uh, a, a, a charity event that you're doing in uh, in December. Tell us tell us about what you what you got on tap for uh, just right around the corner. Yeah, so um, you know, I, you know, I I grew up really poor, uh, in a really, really poor city. Um, and that's kind of shaped my, my perspective on a lot of things. Um, and, and I'm kind of taking that into, you know, kind of the running thing with me. And, um, so I'm, I'm doing a, a 50 miles for hunger, uh, in December, um, to, to raise money for kids that are, you know, food insecure and going hungry in our country. And it's just, you know, the, the amount of wealth that we have in our country to have kids not having food is just, you know, kind of not a good thing. Um, so, uh, doing a charity, uh, the, the goal is to run 50 miles, uh, it, throughout December and, and, you know, to raise as much money as I, I as I can for it. I, I think the goal is two, man, $200, $2,000. I don't know, but I just want to raise as much as I can. I don't, you know, that the, the, the goal is, is, you know, do as much as, as I can to help. And, um, you know, that's, that's been something that's been important to me for a long time is, is to help other people. And, you know, I ended up becoming a teacher, uh, in the same district that I, you know, went through when I was a kid. And, um, you know, as, as poor as the district was when I was there, it was worse when I was teaching there. And I mean, uh, seeing the, the, the poverty and, and the, the lack of food and, that these kids have is, is just heartbreaking, you know, and, and it, you can't expect anybody to be successful in anything if they don't have food, you know? So, um, anything I can do to kind of help those situations is, is, is important to me. And, you know, that, I have long-term aspirations to, to do more, to impact, you know, people through, through running or through whatever means that I have. But right now my passion is running and, you know, my, and, and my other passion is kind of helping people and helping, you know, society as best as best I can. And um, so that's what I'm kind of in the process of trying to do right now. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And it's something that uh, we've, I've, talked to lots of folks doing various charity runs and, and charity events over the years and, and hope to continue to talk to more because there's so many, there's so many great causes out there and it's, it's so, um, 
It's one of the cool things about running is that we can use, we can use our running as a way to, um, whether it's shine the light, raise, raise funds, a little bit of both. Um, and yeah, I mean, to your point, like, like I, I have dabbled in teaching a few times and it's, it's not like you, you, you teachers are doing God's work. There, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, but yeah, I, I, like teaching is hard enough. I think my, my perspective, but you got kids coming to the classroom that, mm-hmm. that are hungry. I mean, how do you, how do you expect them to like it? It's just, it's, it's two strikes. You know, you're stepping into the batter's box with two strikes. And, and if, if you're not eating, like who cares about your times tables, who cares about conjugating your, your, your sentences or, or learning your, your historical oh. facts, like I'm freaking hungry. And so kudos to you yeah. for, there's, for there's a lot of those that, that the kids in that situation are going through and, and, uh, you know, inherently, Hey buddy. And, uh, <laughs> we, got, we got a dog bombing um, us. I, I love it. You know, We're you, always you, welcome you with the dogs with around here. The kids, you know, they're coming in, they're hungry. Um, you know, they didn't sleep the night before because, you know, there was something going on in the house. And, and um, so, you know, it's, it's a lot to overcome. Um, and, and there are things that are unseen by a lot of people that they don't factor those things into, you know, what's going on in, in these kids' lives mm-hmm. um, and, and in their futures that affect them negatively. You know, it's like everybody says, so like, oh, well, everybody's given the same opportunities, but they're not because there's a lot more obstacles coming from, from some other places. So or for some other people. So those are the kind of things that I, that I, that are important to me to try to, to try to change, um, and try to help other people. And, um, you know, I'm looking at right now trying to start a nonprofit, um, running group for, for kids in the city. Um, because I mean, not just kids in the city, but mostly kids in the city, Mm -hmm. um, especially, you know, you know, you know, people of color from the city, you know, black and brown kids, you know, they're not really exposed to this kind of thing. Um, I coached for the first tee, uh, which is a national golf program, which is similar ideas. Like let's get golf involved in places where it's inherently not. Um, you know, when I was a kid, nobody I knew played golf. We were city kids. You know, there's no golf courses in the city, right? There's no, you know, none of our friends, family, relatives played golf. Um, but golf provides a lot of things for people, you know, and, and, and it learns skills, you know, even, you know, you, you go to school and you, you become successful and you overcome all these obstacles that you have. And then you're out in the business world and you have these guys going out to play golf together to talk business and you've never even been introduced to the game. Right. So I got involved in, in the first three and I coached that for a number of years and, and uh, you know, really enjoyed it. Um, and, and I see an opportunity to do something similar to, to that with, with running. Um, and, you know, running is a very accessible sport, right? I mean, you need a pair of sneakers, then, you know. I have like 13 pairs of sneakers. You don't have that many necessarily, but you know, it's a, it's a luxury, um, but you need a pair of sneakers, you know, and you can go out and run. Um, you know, there's some drawbacks to it in the city, you know, sometimes safety is an issue. Um, finding the right place to go run. Cause you know, some of the neighborhoods you don't really want to run through. Um, you know, you don't, you know, a lot of, you know, the air quality in the city is not always good. Um, but there's also not a push to run in the city, you know, and a lot of the kids that, um, that do run, uh, that they're, they're pushed into track. Oh, just go run track. You know, you're run, you know, 50 hundreds, you know, 400. Um, but distance running is not really a big push, um, in, in, in urban areas. So, you know, my, my goal would be to start something where we can go and, and include, you know, running as, as a, as a means to health, you know, mm-hmm. along with food insecurity, you know, which it seems like they'd be opposite, but obesity is a huge epidemic in cities because there's, there's a lot of times there's a lot of food, but it's not healthy food. Right. You know, they, they have these kind of like 
you know, food deserts where it's, you know, you can't find a, a grocery store, but you can find 15 fast food places right. um, within, within three blocks. Um, so, you know, I'd like to, to start something where, you know, I can bring food, uh, you know, nutrition, um, you know, running exercise, and then include that with, you know, just skills, you know, respect, responsibility, similar to what the first he has and, and girls in the run program. So, mm-hmm. you know, I reached out to some people trying to start up a board for it and, and, and what the process is. I mean, it's a step outside of what I know, right. um, as far as like, I've never started a, a nonprofit business or any business for that matter. Um, so, you know, it's definitely a leap, but it's something that I really am trying to pursue. Well, and, and it feels like to me from, from talking to various folks over the, over the years that like, if you, if you're working to any type of, any type of cause that you get behind that, that really hits home and it clearly sounds like this one hits home, you know, um, People will support it. People will support it. I mean, shoot, people will support you. You know, when I when I a couple of years ago ran the the Goofy Challenge for team and training, like like thankfully I didn't have a personal connection to um, you know blood cancers and leukemia and lymphoma things like that, that that team and training really is is supportive of, um, and people supported me. But you know when you, when you can take it to that next level and, and you know you're running for the kids that you teach or you're running for the kids in your neighborhood and you're raising raising money for this this cause that's that's, that's near and dear. Um, People tend to come out of the woodworks for it. And, and uh, uh, y'all, if this is something that you would like to support with the, the, the run for December, you know, the, the 50 miles in December for, for helping to, to um, make sure that kids can eat, have food on the table, uh, we'll make sure to have that link in the show notes. And, and I'll just throw this out there, Craig, is as you get this thing off the ground, come back. We'll talk about it again. You know, anything, anything we can do to help spread the word. And, and, you know, maybe somebody's listening that has some experience in, forming um nonprofits and has been there and done that and can offer some 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 advice um so i'll just i'll just unless you want tell me not to craig i'll just say hey reach out i'll get you all in touch and uh let's let's help make this make this a reality oh that would be that would be fantastic um you know if if i could accomplish anything from being on here other than you know getting to have a conversation with you if, if anybody does have any experience with it or connections with uh you know, any existing organizations, girls in the run kind of thing, uh, please, you know, email me, reach out. Um, you can give whatever information of mine that you, yeah. that you choose. Um, they can, they can knock on my door if they want to, I just want to get this started. So. Yeah, absolutely. I know, and I know we've got some folks, so hopefully, uh, we can, we can make one of those connections or two of those connections and we can, we can help keep the ball rolling. Um, however, as much as I would love to keep this, keep this ball rolling today, we do have to wrap this thing up here in, in relatively short ish order. So um, I know you mentioned that there's, there's maybe a, a marathon on in store for, uh, for next year. Have you gotten to the point of thinking about what marathon you're running yet? Or is it still just like, I'm going to run something next fall, but not quite decided yet. No, no, I have one picked out. I, I have to wait until December 1st is when I can register for it. It's uh, the wine glass marathon in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that one's a really, really nice one, um, pretty flat. And I'm trying to talk my wife into doing the half marathon up there. Um, she's one of the people that just doesn't have enough confidence in herself. Like I was running for like a year and then she started running for three weeks and then she was like a better runner than me already, (laughs) uh, which, you know, is both makes me happy and sad at the same time. Uh, but I think she might do the, uh, the, the half while we're up there, um, only the half, though. Only you know, half. Just, the half. Half. <laughs> just the half. Just the half. 
that's the one I'm looking at, or also the Philadelphia Marathon. I'm doing the Philly half in the in the spring. I'm already registered for that one. Um, so I think I'm going to do that that uh, that that full in the in the fall. That'd be awesome. A nice nice little getaway. You you both head up. I mean, I'm assuming she's probably going to go with you anyway. But you're like, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to do some training together and get to get to get to do the do the race together. At least part of it. I I don't know. I know enough about wine glass to be to be dangerous, but I can't remember. I'm assuming it probably starts off together and eventually the half breaks off and runs the, the you know, runs to the finish line. And the full goes out and gets an extra 13 miles somewhere. Uh, but at least, you know, start together like that would be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think so. And it's just a beautiful area from what I understand. Like it's up by the Finger Lakes or whatever. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff to do up there beforehand. And, and uh, so it's it's my bribe, you know, to get her to go with yeah, me and, uh, you know, you know, take a whole weekend up there. So. Uh, that's that's the plan. That's awesome. Well, well, good good luck with the training for that. And and like I said, I feel like I know a guy. So if if you need any help with the training, you know, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll get you'll, you. you'll definitely. Be, I, I think you're going to be aware of how the training's we'll, going. We'll get you. But, we'll get you uh, in touch. We'll get you in touch yeah. for sure. Uh, before we wrap up today, Craig, got to You know, like I said, you listened to the show a few times. You knew what was coming at the beginning, and you know that something's coming here at the end. The old philosophical question. Um, but just just curious, you know, at, at this point, and maybe we'll just kind of look for the last, you know, couple ish years once, you, you know, since you really kind of gotten back into it, climb the ladder first, first half marathon, second half marathon. Now looking forward to, um, you know, what, what next year has in store, first marathon, all, all the things. Um, what have you what have you learned about yourself? We'll look at the, what have you learned about yourself? Philosophical question in, the, in these last couple years of really getting back into running, really making um, what sounds like a, a lasting change in your in your life, which is fantastic. What do you, what is what has running taught you in the last couple of years? Uh, that honestly, I mean, it, it, it's taught me that I'm I'm able to accomplish a lot more things than I than I give myself credit for. Um, and and if I focus, there's not a lot that I think I couldn't do, uh, which is lead me towards this you know starting this nonprofit because I've had big dreams, big ideas, and then they just kind of fall apart. But the the process of losing weight taught me a lot about setting goals. Um, and I read the book after the fact, Atomic Habits, mm. and I mean, everything I'm reading, I'm like, well, that's what I did. That's that's what I did, not on purpose, just it just set it up, it set itself up that way. Like, so I, I think you know, I've realized that, I, that I'm capable of doing a lot of things. Um, so, and you know, and, and and you know, running makes it happy to do. You know, it makes it more fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, y'all. Um, if you, if you enjoyed today's episode and, and, uh, you, you like what Chris has got or what Chris, goodness gracious, what Craig has got going on there. What are, what are we talking here? Um, now I'm, now I'm all flustered. I don't even know. I'm looking at your name on the screen. It says Craig and I just said, Chris, whatever. The C and the R are silent. Yeah. The C and the R are silent. Right. Exactly. Something <laughs> like that. And the, and the G is pronounced like an S like it all makes sense somehow in my head. Uh, any, anyway, on Instagram, follow along with what Craig's got going on into the new year. Uh, at runs ride reps on Instagram and uh, and and really you know I didn't know we were going to get to this point or, or that it was going to take this direction which is what one of the things I love about talking to to folks is that I never know exactly where it's going to go but if if you are able to kind of sounding board a little bit of advice whatever certainly feel free to connect with Craig on on Instagram he's in the Facebook group as well you can connect with him there um, and if you want me to make an email introduction I am happy to do it if you can help him out with with making his uh, nonprofit goal or reality and, and just, just, just help show him some steps to help him, help him out any way that you can. Uh, please let me know. Dizruns.com slash 1104 Dizruns.com slash 1104. I'll get you back to the show notes. We'll have all the links. You can also re- obviously reach out to me there as well. Whatever works best for you. I'll get you in touch and let's, let's help Craig make this, not only help Craig make it happen, but help the people that it will help uh, because it, it'll be a, a w- great way to, 
to just continue to expand the the tent for the running community um, and hopefully help some kids and, and who knows where that leads down the road as well. Um, Craig, man, you know, I was looking forward to today and then we get to this point and I'm even more excited that we were able to chat today. I, I, I'm, I'm, I love it. I love what you're doing. Uh, I love the attitude. Uh, keep it up, my friend. And, and um, seriously, anything we can do to help support you along the way, keep us, keep us posted. We'll be happy to do it. But thanks for the time and uh, nothing but the best for you going forward, my friend. Thank you so much, Danny. Appreciate it. It's been a been an honor to be on here. Um, thank you so much. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed the conversation between Craig and myself. And as per usual, be curious to know what stood out to you. What was what was your uh, you know little uh, takeaway du jour? Du jour. Uh, for me, there, there were, as as is almost always the case, there were a few things. But the the one that, that really stood out to me, and the, the first thing that really stood out to me, was when Craig was talking about kind of you know the the different rhythms of life, and sometimes things are going going you know along somewhat relatively smoothly, and inevitably life happens, right? And and you get thrown off off course, and the rhythm changes. And I think that sometimes I am guilty of of holding myself to, or, or at least attempting to hold myself to a standard where, you know, it doesn't matter what happens in another aspect of life. It doesn't happen. It doesn't really matter what happens with, with family life or work life or whatever. Like at least I, I can, I can default my, my running is going to keep on keeping on. And yes, it is. But at the same time, when something serious happens, like when you're, when your child is born premature and, and is in the NICU for 20 days, like we can't, we, we can't expect that everything's just going to keep on keeping on. And so I think it's important to recognize, at least for me, maybe for you, but certainly for me, that like when, when something happens in life, you know, when, when life happens and it disrupts the rhythm that you're in, like you have to be intentional about getting things back on track, right? Like, like it doesn't just, it doesn't just fall back into place on its own all the time. Maybe not very often. And so it, it's important to, to recognize that, hey, you know, things are a little bit off right now for whatever reason. And in order to get, you know, my, my running back on track or my, my workout routine or my sleep schedule or just, you know, work or whatever it might be, like I've got to be intentional about it. It takes some effort, you know, and, and I don't know, for somebody like myself who is Mr. Routine as much as possible, those life events that disrupt the rhythm... And sometimes they're good events. Sometimes they're, 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 you know, not so good, but a good event, a bad event, whatever it, it disrupts the apple cart a little bit. And it can, it can throw me for a little bit of a loop until I kind of wrap my head around it and get back on track. And, and sometimes I don't anticipate that, or I don't, uh, realize it in the moment and talking to Craig today, it was just a good reminder that, that, yeah, you know, things, things get disrupted and it maybe isn't ideal. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not, but, but whatever the case might be, you know, in order to get back on track, it takes a little bit of focus, a little bit of intentionality. Um, and sometimes it takes weeks or months to figure out that that's, that that's what's required to get back on track and that's okay. But I think that, that just being aware of, of those different rhythms and recognizing when, when the rhythm gets disrupted a little bit can go a long way towards making it easier to get on track. And I think somewhere in there is, is my ultimate takeaway today of just, you know, trying to roll with the punches, but as, as quickly as I can for myself, getting back on track is, is typically a good thing. 
because again, see, see previous comment about being a bit of a routine guy, right? So that was my takeaway, at least one of them. That was my big one. My first takeaway from today's conversation. What about you? What else? Maybe it was something similar. Maybe it was something completely different, but what stood out to you from today's episode? Uh, if you're willing to share it, I would love to hear it at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. Of course, you can also head back over to the show notes for today, Dizruns.com slash 1104, Dizruns.com slash 1104. We'll get you to the show notes for today. Thoughts, feedbacks, comments, takeaways, all right there in the comment section that's below, below the write-up, below the links, below the photos, all those things as per usual. So... With that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Once again, if you're listening to this on Cyber Monday, you've got you've got the opportunity to support the show and support yourself with some amino acid supplementation at a 50% savings uh, using the code DizRuns at checkout on anything you order. Again, the link is aminoco.com slash DizRuns. There's a link in the information that's attached to this episode. Whatever device you're listening to is on, you might have to scroll forward, might have to scroll backward, but you'll find the write-up. Click that link. Shop to your heart's content. My suggestion, get a pink lemonade. Perform, get a vanilla for the uh, heel. And uh, add that vanilla to your coffee. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. But uh, one way or the other, anything, any of the blends, any of the flavors, all of the blends, all of the flavors, 50% off today for, for Cyber Monday sale. And, of course, if it's after Cyber Monday, you can still get 30%. The code is still the same. Easy to remember, Diz runs. All the the logistics are taken care of for you based on when you're placing your order. But thanks again to AminoCo for sponsoring today's episode. Thank you all for supporting the sponsors. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for taking Craig and I with you. And uh, until next time, y'all, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? Later, y'all.